BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Morning Trend with Big Party began and Molly on Channel 94.1. Gas prices going up this week. It all stems from an attack at a Saudi oil refinery over the weekend. The president is saying that the U.S. is locked and loaded to respond, we believe we know who is behind the attacks, aka Iran, but we're waiting to hear verification from Saudi Arabia. I thought the cool thing was that they call it a drone attack, and we say that like it's all normal, like drone attack. It's like, well, what kind of drones? I want to see the footage. I do too. Mm. Are these like the little remote control drones? Are they like the drones America has? See, Reaper drones that are like, you know, drone huge. attack. That's the yeah. first thing I thought is that it's the big ones. And, in, and when it becomes normalized, it's weird. It's not like. Army soldiers attacking. When it sounds like drones, it doesn't sound like anybody did it. It's just robots. Robots mm-hmm. attacked. Yeah, exactly. So Saudi yeah. Arabia and Iran have been fighting a proxy war in Yemen for a while. And this is that kind of stuff. This is them now. They've been shooting back for a while directly into Yemen. You know, there were those... Well, this um, was pretty big stuff. They knocked out half of Saudi Arabia's oil supply. So yikes. they and they give five percent to the world. So it's gonna show. <laughs> You're gonna feel it. Well, they week. they initially said it won't be a big deal. We'll recover real fast, and then they came back a little bit. They're like, All right, it doesn't look like they're gonna recover that. It's quickly. So mm-hmm. gas is gonna be reflective of it. But yes, they seem confident that they can get rolling in a bit. But we don't want a big war in the Middle East. But what do I know? I'm just here sipping tea. <laughs> I should have gotten gas this weekend. I went by like six stations and I thought to myself, that's a pretty good price. And I didn't. And I'm so mad. (laughs) Like I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, I don't want all of us to have to drive those little cars. Remember what the last time those things are ridiculous. Gas got crazy and everybody went all in on the tiniest cars. We were all like telling each other. No one was ever going to drive a a truck again. The yeah. weird thing is, the Mini Coopers are cute, but it's the smart cars that freak me out. The ones that honestly yeah. stop at your front seat. The smart I mean, car the was ones that so, are just like. It was like, really popular for a minute. Now you see one on the interstate next to you and you look over like, do you feel safe? Yeah. I, little, I, I little feel small. uncomfortable. Yeah, they're so tiny. Um, and we got to be careful out there because, you know, obviously with cars on the road, we have people on the road. There is another fatality this weekend. A pedestrian, a little nine-year-old boy was struck by an SUV in Bellevue. He was skateboarding. But this is the fourth child fatality in Omaha in less than a month. How many for so, the year? It seems like every time we turn around, there's someone getting hit well, there's by like a, a nation, car. So there's like a nationwide trend that mm-hmm. the amount of pedestrians getting hit has gone up. Yes. Right. I assume it must be like all the other levels of its distracted driving. Drivers right. have never been more distracted. I don't think you could ever try and rein in the control of, of people going in front of you. You know, we can't, you know, get kids Surprises. to not ride a skateboard out. That's going to yeah. happen. Just got to mm-hmm. be aware it's when you're It's the nightmare driving. if you're the poor person, though. Haven't you ever done that? You drive through a neighborhood. Oh, Jeff. And let's see if you lose focus for a second. And you look up and you see kids. And, you know, I'm not the safest driver, but you think, oh, my God, what would happen if I... You know, wasn't even, it ran out in front of you, but you live with it for the yes, rest of your you life. Yes, you do. You have to Forget live with the, that. Uh, the legalese, the, oh my gosh. So, heart goes out to the family, and obviously the driver. The driver, right. 
Ah,、uh, there's a guy mowing his lawn or something, and he heard it all go down. And oh, no. He said all he heard was a man screaming, call 911, just、oh. screaming loud. Anyway, well, that's sad. Just, Sorry. Uh, uh, Sorry. No, I, eyes up,、right. yeah. <laughs> devices down. Everybody just do their part. In、uh, paying attention to the roads out there. New、uh, research. I think this is so wild. Okay, so the idea is is American kids with money and privilege are more likely to binge drink. And、mm-hmm. I just don't understand how this is research. I mean, it, it, isn't that just, yes, given lots of time, free time, and free access to money, you will get up to no. Good. Well, aren't they saying a little bit、know. of this monkey see, monkey do that, that、uh, you know, more affluent kids grow up seeing affluent parents that, that, that drink? True. I mean, you do see probably a lot more socializing or mingling or that kind of thing, but binge drinking is cited as four or more alcoholic beverages for a female, five or more for a male. In also, an hour. It also like, used、oh, to kind of be a blue collar thing, though, too, like the time you sit down with your dad. Pound back beer. I have a beer. Is there an age on this or is just,、uh, just kids in general? At what age what? were you the first time you had your first white claw with your dad? <laughs> my first white claw with my dad was probably, I would guess my first beer was something around maybe seven. Seven. Where you just had、eight. like a little sip? Yeah, I'm not yeah, talking about、yeah. sips.、Mm-hmm. I'm not talking、yeah. about where dad goes, he likes it. I'm talking about the first time your dad looked over both shoulders, said, hey, he boy, your mom's not around. You never did. Kind of cool man. Want a beer?、There. Never did. He never did. And you can tell they're kind of feel like they're out there on a ledge, like, is this a bad idea? <laughs> hey, pal. <laughs> hey, pal. Want a beer? I don't know. I know my dad didn't, but.、Uh, Actually, yeah, we went on, I, I was telling part of we went on a fishing trip to Canada, and I remember that. I specifically remember that one. That it was just it was a boys' trip, and I'm the, I was the youngest of all the boys, so it was sort of like. You can have yourself a Molson. Really? So there's photos of everybody fishing, and you see me in the background like a kid who just got access to beer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds later, Jeff's、uh, asleep. Tipping him back. <laughs> How early were you? Call us 938 9400. That's in the show. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, good morning to you. 938-9400. Aaron, what's、uh, the first time you had a beer? Aaron, you there? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I grew up in a small town. So I was young. And, like, was it the family tradition? You know, I came from an Italian family, so on holidays we were given wine as children、mm-hmm. on the holidays. But in high school, yeah, we did. Everybody drank. And ironically, and it's something that's funny raising my kids in the city, is I try to explain to them. I have always had an open dialogue with my kids and my older ones, anyway. And I told them, you know, in a small town, the class doesn't matter. Like, by the time you hit a party on a Friday night, the jocks and the nerds and the cowboys were all together. I mean, we just, we all, at the end of the day, didn't see each other for our groups. We just,、right. in a small town, you. But as far as the binge drinking, it's interesting because I was, we were fortunate enough that our girls didn't drive in high school. So they couldn't, I had to cart them around. So they couldn't get away with drinking because I had to pick them up. But <laughs> in college was a different story. So it was a big thing for my husband and I to sit him down and say, hey, look, this is about drinking. This is binge drinking. This is beers. Like, don't ever leave a drink unattended because we're not idiots. We know they're going to go to parties. 
So it's interesting. One goes to a public college, one goes to a Catholic college, and they both have the same stories about affluent kids. I mean, in their eyes, obviously, they call them rich kids. But it's the way they describe it is they are the ones that binge drink, and they are the ones that text and drive. And it's not... It's because they, they've just never faced adversity. They've always been entitled, so they don't they don't see the consequences. Yeah, you should still never have to worry about getting in trouble. You know, <laughs> yes. I guess exactly. that would be the deal. Or, the, the rich kids never get in trouble for mom and dad. Yeah, they almost look past it go. a little bit. They just can't look back. They don't see, yeah, any consequences at all. Whether it be, I mean, even just, like one of my daughters said, the way one gal drives, I mean, a lot of them in college, you know, they all pile in the car to go to get ice cream and... She's like, it's always the rich girls that are texting. And she's like, I think it's because they just think they're invincible. They just don't understand because they've never been through anything bad because they've just always been given what they want or sheltered or... Or maybe it's monkey see. Maybe that's monkey see, monkey do. Meaning, I wonder if it's a little bit more. Mom and dad text and drive. Kids tend to are going to do the same thing. Learn that from there because yeah, they're not telling them not to, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be a 16-year-old driver with today's distractions. Like, we, when oh, we learned how to drive, we didn't that. have the distractions. No, we didn't have it's any hard distractions at all. Hey, Aaron, thanks for calling, dude. We appreciate your call. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, take care. All so right. I don't know what the solution is. Is this finger-pointing? Um, I think we're all guilty of the same kind of sins. I keep saying with texting and driving, I think we have to come up with a technological solution because there's no... The blackout, like the idea that, you know, it's that there's be. something. And I would imagine that that probably exists. It's just a matter of how much how much uh, nannying do we want to do of people while they're in their cars. I mean, I, I would think... I mean, I know that for myself, like my phone... It, there are certain apps where it's like if if I'm in my car, it'll be like, are you driving? Like it'll bing and I, you know, overwrite like, no, I'm fine. Like whatever, like the maps and things like that. It'll it'll ask me every once in a while, like, well, are you behind the wheel? And of course I'm like, no. No. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. I'm in the passenger seat. Just right. tell me how to get to where I'm going. All right, so there's a story out there that's kind of uh, trending right now about a woman who swallowed her engagement ring in her sleep due to a dream. We're going to get to that next. And what happened when she woke up? This is the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. 938-9400 the show. You can hit us up on our podcast. Don't forget about that. Channel941.com. That's uh, if you miss any portion of the show. So what's the deal, ladies? Went to sleep, had weird dreams, swallowed ring. She had a dream that she was getting attacked, like she was on a train getting attacked by bad guys. And she had to swallow her ring in order to like keep it. And then she woke up and she's like, wow, that was a weird dream. And then she looks down at her finger and she's like, ah! And her she actually hurts. swallowed her ring. It was a 2.6 carat ring and they had to like get it out. They're like, we can't let that go through you. How really? Okay. Yeah, How I mean, they, they had to, out? like, go in. And they're like, we'll just let nature take its course, and they're like, no, that will gut you like a fish. Exactly. Ugh. Doesn't this and seem then, sketchy, though, so that you have a no, dream? No, she's got, um, no, she has what, that, uh, she sleepwalks, she's got some weird sleep thing. Like, she's like, eh. I mean, it, she has a history of, like, some weird sleep issues. So this was, like, one of those things where when she woke up and she saw she wasn't wearing the ring, she knew that she'd probably ate it. 
Like, I mean, I can say, I guess, if you had to, if sleepwalker people, so she's that person, she acts out dreams. Right. I've woken up to, like, in the dream, I was screaming or something, I yelled, and then you wake up and you're like, did I just yell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have That's... a feeling of the presence of. Yeah. I did know, it just this weekend. I'm sure your ears are ringing, like, yeah, dude, you just yelled. I mean, <laughs> I had a dream this week. I had a dream this weekend that I was in a marathon or I was running and I actually pushed myself nearly out of bed trying to get a push off from the block. Like it was so real in my mind that I was doing it in my sleep, but I've never taken a ring off of my finger and put it in my mouth, took a sip of water and swallowed. I mean, that's uh, how next do we know level. that she took a sip of water? Yeah, that's what I she didn't... said. She said she took water and, and swallowed it, at least in the dream. So yeah, maybe in like, so the, how do we know? Unless we have a, GoPro aimed at her. <laughs> she was just sharing once, her story. I had a dream once that I ate the uh, the entire pillow on the bed next to me, and I woke up and the hooker's head was gone. <laughs> Jeez, that's a hell of a dream. <laughs> that's why I had to move. You're like, I'm not. That was back when I was Dan. I'm Jeff now. <laughs> that's when Dan used to go to bed hungry. Don't go to bed hungry. No, don't. Not with a hooker. Yeah. She no longer sleeps with her uh, ring on her finger. She no, said that go. was the that answer to that question. I don't know. I mean, if you're, I mean, in reality, if you're in a uh, robbery situation, and Peter said, "Molly, swallow your ring," would you swallow it? No, swallow it. <laughs> I would want. I don't want to pass this thing through my body. I mean, you know, I guess if you were in a situation where it was life or death, I mean, you hear about situations where people do all sorts of crazy stuff in order to, you know, hide their things. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I, I, when I read about how large the diamond was on this ring, I could understand why the doctors are like, yeah. That's what really got your interest. Let's be honest. (laughs) Absolutely. The only interesting part of the story was the size of the diamond. This guy, this husband, this husband's never going to live this down with his friends. Oh, God, no. That that your wife sleep swallows. (laughs) Anything she dreams about, she'll swallow. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He's trying to dream seed her Uh, at night. Hey, do you want to dream about hot dogs or something? This is the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, good morning to you. 938 Beyonce, what is the gift of joy? The gift that is given? her voice, uh, but it's also the work that she did for an independent album for The Lion King that she helped voice this summer and sing on this summer and did all the music for. So she's going to give fans a behind the scenes look at her making the gift on ABC Tonight. Eight o'clock. It's like a special announcement that she made. She just like totally dropped this out of nowhere. Like you don't normally see TVs do this. So that's kind no. of interesting programming, but it's exciting. So ABC goes, guess what? It's tonight. You know, DVR um, worthy Beyonce singing the behind the scenes of The Lion King. So Pharrell, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar, Childish Gambino, they're all going to be a part of it. You know, she voiced the character Nala for the film remake. So it's going to be good. Post Malone. His uh, uh, single singles or circles was just uh, playing and uh, Post Malone is enjoying a number one album. Hollywood's Bleeding landed in the top spot of Billboard. So he is enjoying his his time at the top. Taylor Swift's lover still hanging out at number two. But uh, Tool, who was number one for a while, dropped to number seven. 
So it was pretty amazing, though, that they were one for yeah. even for oh, however wait. brief a moment of like not even playing the game. Yeah, one week. But now all so is good. right. All is right in the world again. <laughs> in the Billboard world. Yes. Yeah. We got to get tickets to give away to that Posty Fest because that thing's going to be a big deal. It looks fun. Post Malone's、uh, festival coming up with Meek Mill, Pharrell, a bunch of artists. Down in Tejas. Rick Okasik, the lead singer of The Cars, was、uh, found, passed away in his New York City home over the weekend. This is like a, I mean, not a he, good weekend. Was he sick? I mean, did he just. You know, he said natural causes. He was 75. Yeah. That、they、guy lived、him. pretty well. Like, he,、yes. he dated amazing women despite his face. <laughs> he was married to Paulina Poroshkova. They were estranged. They announced their separation last year, but they'd been together for like 28 years. She's a supermodel. So、oh, she, she did was, all right. She was one of the superest of the models. Paulina Poroshkova. Oh my、yeah. God. I launched a, a thousand starchy socks to her. Oh, oh yes. You know, so they just found him sitting in、too. there. Oh, yes, you know I did. did. I still do. Back in the day. The swimsuit issue. She was on a couple of Sports Illustrated covers. So they just found him, huh? Just sitting in his chair. It's weird as their house is on the market. It、uh, got posted in January for $15 million. Now it's down to $13 million. It's this huge townhouse in New York City. Wonder what happens now to the price when they're like, and they found him dead in it. Well, it probably goes up. Molly's thoughts on the last one was the price of the wedding ring. <laughs> This guy dies in his house, and she's like, ooh, his house was for sale. I wonder how much it's going for. I immediately went on Zillow. I wanted to see pictures. Really? I lived in that neighborhood. What'd you see?、Um, wait, what, the,、uh, the photos on Zillow? Anybody can see it. I mean, that's the thing. I was like, how does a celebrity's home end up on Zillow? <laughs> Like, don't you like go into like a special? If you're us plebes can't look at your stuff on account of the fact that like you're Rick Ocasek and I'm just me. But what I've heard one of the car songs all over the TV this year lately, it's in like a car ad. Somebody's got an ad that has the summer, summer, summer.、Wow. And it's for something huge. It's like Verizon or、yeah. a car. They're still relevant. I mean, well. You know, the, the cars have been around forever, influenced tons of people.、Um, and well, then, and then else, Eddie who, Money. Who died on Friday, Eddie Money. Eddie、yeah. Money. Can you believe that? That was another one that was just sort Did of. Did you go look at his house on Zillow, Molly? He didn't have one. Oh, okay. All right. No. She looked. She couldn't find anything materialistic to give a crap in about. In the story of Rick Ocasek's passing, they mention in page six of the New York Post that the house is on the market, which would beg one to say, Ooh, I want to see what the house looks like. And you did. And I did. Okay. And it's. Fantastic. Now, I obviously don't have $15 million and I don't live in New York City, but it seems like a real, real, a real deal, real bargain.、Uh-huh. Sure, the price will go up from there, regardless of what happened in there.、Um, there's Eddie Money here. Yeah, so that's two. Hey, both Rick Ocasek and this guy, Eddie Money, both, you know, to pay the bills, had to eventually sell their songs to ads. Because、yes. remember, Eddie Money was actually in the commercial. I mean, it's a big deal when you bastardize your hit for corporate, corporate America, but I thought it was funny. He used to be in the ad for like the Travelocity or somebody's ad where he goes, I got two tickets to paradise. paradise. <laughs> yes. Oh. Remember that people are like at a travel agency and he comes out and he's singing it? People are like, Is that it, really Eddie Money? And I thought, well, that's got to be a nice payday, I assume, right? Yeah, so we got Eddie Money. 
Uh, we got Rick from the Cars. So, who's the third? If you're an aging rocker, be careful. Exactly. The Grim Reaper is looking for you. <laughs> This is the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1.